0: Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. And you can find out more about me and my coaching at lifecoachdavid.com. And I've been reading from Money and the Law of Attraction. And in the last episode, I was reading about how to win the lottery. And I have to tell you, I've been buying scratch-offs since that episode, and I've been winning. I have $100 here, $100 there, and I'm putting it to the test, and I can't wait to report back about a huge win, and I will let you know when that happens. I always like to remind people that we have the power, we have the capability to attract what we want, to feel really good every day. You just have to know how to do it. But it is possible. It is a choice. And once you live your life that way, you don't want to go back to how it used to be. There's an expression I like. Once you live your life from a law of attraction point of view, it only gets better. And that's so true. And now I'm excited to continue reading from Money and the Law of Attraction, Learning to Attract Wealth, Health, and Happiness, written by Esther and Jerry Hicks from The Teachings of Abraham. And this section is called... Trading freedom for money? Jerry asks, Well, I know we titled this book Money and the Law of Attraction, but it's really more about attracting abundance in all areas of our lives. Since my childhood, we in the U.S. have been fighting strongly against crime, and there's much more crime now than when I was a kid. I read recently that our nation has a higher percentage of its population in prisons than, than any other country in the free world. We've been fighting against illness, and yet there are more hospitals and more sick people than ever before. There's so much more physical suffering in this nation, percentage-wise now, than I've ever seen. We've been pushing against warfare in our search for world peace, and yet it seems like such a short time ago that everyone was raving. Isn't it wonderful as the Berlin Wall came down that we're finally in peace?" But we hardly took four breaths until we were back in another series of wars, and now we're even putting more walls up around this nation. Also, I hear so much concern about child abuse and the mistreating of other people, and yet the more I hear of our pushing against child abuse, the more child abuse I hear of. It seems like everything we're trying to do to stop what we don't want isn't working for us. But the area where this nation seems to continue to go in a more positive direction is that of abundance. We have so much food and money that we're able to give the world over from our excess abundance. And I see many more material things in the hands of more people in this country than during my early years. So there have been some major positive changes there. But so many people in their quests for more financial abundance seem to be losing quite a bit of their personal freedom as a trade-off for the money. It seems like there are those who seem to have a lot of free time, but they have so little money that they don't enjoy their time. And then there are those with more money, but little time to enjoy the money. But it's rare that I meet someone who has both an abundant flow of money combined with the time to really enjoy it. Abraham, would you please comment on your perspective of my perceptions? And Abraham responded, Whether you are focused upon the lack of money or the lack of time, you are still focused upon the lack of something you want and therefore holding yourself in resistance to the things you really want. Whether your negative emotion is because of your feeling of shortage of time or whether it's because of your feeling of a shortage of money, you are still feeling negative emotion and you are still in a state of resistance and therefore you are holding away what you really want. As you feel that you do not have enough time to do all of the things you need or want to do, your attention to lack negatively impacts you much more than you realize. A feeling of being overwhelmed is your indicator that you are denying yourself access to ideas, rendezvous, conditions, and all manner of cooperation that could assist you if you were not disallowing them. It's an uncomfortable cycle where you feel a shortage of time, you focus upon your overloaded schedule, and you feel overwhelmed. And in all of that, you offer a vibration that makes improvement impossible you have to begin telling a different story for you cannot continue to comment on how much you have to do without holding assistance away. There's a cooperative universe at your fingertips, ready and able to help you in more ways than you can begin to imagine. But you deny yourself that benefit as you continue to complain about too much to do. And you feel that you don't have enough money. Your attention to the lack of money disallows the avenues that could bring you more. You just cannot look at the opposite of what you want and get what you want. You have to begin telling a different, better story. You have to find a way to create a feeling of abundance before abundance can come. As you begin to feel freer regarding the expenditure of time and money, doors will open, people will come to assist you, refreshing and productive ideas will occur to you, and circumstances and events will unfold. As you change the way you feel, you access the energy that creates worlds. It's there for you, ready to access at all times. And that's the end of that section. And I always like to give my clients a visual. I always say everything we want is always coming towards us. But anytime we have resistance, like the fear, the worry, the doubt, when something's going to happen, how it's going to happen, we're putting up this wall and we're blocking it from coming to us. We're blocking ourselves from being in the receiving mode. And that's kind of what they were saying here. So you have to do your best to always be in the receiving mode so what you want to manifest will actually happen. And the next section is called Feeling Negative with Respect to Money or Cancer. Jerry asks, So what's the difference between having a negative feeling about money and therefore you don't get money and saying, I don't want cancer, but you do get cancer? And Abraham responds, Here's the way it works. You get the essence of what you think about. And so as you are thinking about the lack of health, you are getting the lack of health. As you are thinking about the lack of money, you're getting the lack of money. You can tell by the way you feel as you are offering your thought, whether you are attracting the positive or the negative aspects of the subject. The universe does not hear no. When you are saying, no, I do not want illness, Your attention to the subject of illness is saying, Yes, come unto me, this thing I do not want. Anything you are giving your attention to is an invitation to the essence of it. When you are saying, I want money, but it will not come, your attention to its absence is the same as saying, Come to me, absence of money, which I do not want. When you are thinking of money in the way that will make it come to you, you always feel good. When you are thinking of money in the way that keeps it from coming to you, you always feel bad. That is how you know the difference. So you are asking, if I can get cancer by focusing upon the lack of health, then why couldn't I get money by focusing on the lack of it? The receiving of money, which you do want, is the same as the receiving of health, which you do want. The receiving of cancer, which you don't want, is the same as the receiving of no money, which you don't want. Just make sure that whatever thoughts you are thinking or whatever words you are speaking evoke from you positive emotion. And then you will be in the mode of attracting what you do want. When negative emotion is present, you're in the mode of attracting something that you do not want. And then there's a question from someone that they took from an audience member and they put in the book. And the question is, I have a friend who had basically financially supported her former husband for about 10 years. She worked hard and took care of him for all that time, often struggling to earn enough money to support them. Eventually, she grew tired of his unwillingness to contribute financially, and they separated. Her husband never showed any evidence that money was important to him, but he has now just inherited over a million dollars. And now he will not share his money with his ex-wife, who supported him for all those years. It doesn't seem fair that she cared about money and worked hard for it and received so little, while he barely worked, didn't seem to care about money, and has now inherited over a million dollars. How can this be? And Abraham answers, Understanding the law of attraction as we do, this story makes perfect sense. This woman worked hard felt resentment, focused upon lack, and the universe matched those feelings precisely. Her husband felt ease, refused to feel guilty, expected things to come to him easily, and the universe matched those feelings precisely. Many believe that they must work hard, struggle, pay a price, and feel pain, and that they will then be rewarded for their struggle, but that is not consistent with the laws of the universe." You cannot find a happy ending to an unhappy journey. That defies law. There is not a shred of evidence to the contrary of the law of attraction, and you had the benefit of knowing these two people, seeing their attitudes, and watching their results. One struggling, working very hard, doing what society had taught her, and not getting what she wants. The other refusing to struggle, insisting on a feeling of ease, and being the recipient of the resources that support more ease. Many would say, well, it might be consistent with the laws of the universe, but it's still not right. But we want you to know that when you get in sync with this powerful law, you will then understand the absolute justice of it. Since you have control over what you offer, What could be more just than the universe giving you exactly what you offer vibrationally? What could be more just than the powerful law of attraction responding equally to everyone who offers a vibration? Once you gain control over the thoughts you think, your sense of injustice will subside and will be replaced with the exuberance for life and the zest to create that you were born with. Let everything in the universe be an example to you of the way the laws of the universe work. If you believe that you must work hard in order to deserve the money that comes to you, then money cannot come to you unless you do work hard. But the money that comes in response to physical action is very small in comparison with what comes through alignment of thought. Surely you have noticed... The enormous disparity between some people who apply tremendous action for little return while you see others seemingly offering very little action for an enormous return. We want you to understand that the disparity exists only in the comparison of the action they are offering, but there is no disparity or injustice relative to the alignment of energies within them. Financial success or any other kind of success does not require hard work or action, but it does require alignment of thought. You simply cannot offer negative thought about things that you desire and then make up for it with action or hard work. When you learn to direct your own thoughts, you will discover the true leverage of energy alignment. Most of you are much closer to a financial fortune than you are even allowing yourself to purely desire because in the thought that it might come, you right away begin thinking of how disappointed you would be if it does not come in. And so in your lackful thought, you do not allow yourself to desire or to expect anything magnificent in terms of money. And that is the reason why, for the most part, you are living rather mediocre financial experiences. You are right when you think money isn't everything. You certainly do not need money to have joy in your experience. But in your society, where so much of what you live is tied to money in some way, most of you associate money with freedom. And since freedom is a basic tenet of your being, then coming into alignment with money will help you establish a balanced footing that will be of value to you in all other aspects of your experience. And that's the end of that section. So you have to ask yourself, how do I think about money? How do I feel about money? Is it something that I feel is hard and is impossible to attract. Because if it is, and you have to tell yourself a better story about money and start thinking about how wonderful it would be to have all that you want and get into detail about what that would be and start raising your vibration about money. And we have to remember with the law of attraction that like energy attracts like energy. So the higher your vibration is about money, even if you don't have a lot, the more you're going to attract. As long as you don't block it by start putting in that resistant thought of how's it going to happen or when's it going to happen. It's all up to you and your thoughts. So do your best to focus more positively on that. And actually in my coaching, I teach different processes and techniques that will help you do that. And if you're interested in Law of Attraction coaching, you can contact me through lifecoachdavid.com or just email me at david at lifecoachdavid.com. Thanks again for listening. You may want to listen to this episode again because there was a lot of great information and keep doing your best to focus on what you want and feel good about it. Thanks for listening and as I always say, choose to have a high vibration day. (laughs)